2: Good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. I'm your host, Bo Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Hope you had a great weekend. We did. Hung out with some great people, wonderful food, great weather. Baseball could have been better, but I mean, I'm good. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds Radio app. The show is brought to you by Corner Market Grocery Stores in the state of Mississippi. The official grocery stores of the Out of Bounds Show Corner Market Grocery Stores in the great state of Mississippi, including in Bellhaven. Greatest neighborhood ever. It's where I grew up. And uh, maybe they'll have something out there like a sign. Bounds grew up here. And Corner Market in Fondren and Corner Market North Side Drive, but over 20 locations in the state of Mississippi. I got to figure out when the start will thing's going to go down corner market grocery stores. Good morning. Welcome in. Uh, Mike Bianco, um, is in a rough spot right now for the Ole Miss rebels. Keith Carter's the athletic director. Now Keith's riding high because Keith Carter made an, a really, really good hire with Lane Kiffin. A lot of people were uh, kind of not ready maybe for lane. Now Arkansas was it, it, Sure, you know, Lane heading to Arkansas. Keith gets in, pulls a move, kind of a backdoor deal, gets Lane to Oxford, tip of the cap, and they're winning in football. And that's a big deal, and that's given Keith some chips. As an AD, you're always trying to to find some chips, you know, grab an ace or two so that – because you're not – all your hires are not going to work out. It, no, no AD. That, that doesn't ever happen. Right, we always go back to this. Jeremy Foley gets all this credit at Florida for Billy Donovan and Urban Meyer, and that's great. And Kevin O'Sullivan, actually, uh, all national championship coaches. He also hired Ron Zook. I don't know how that happened. Um, he hired Will Muschamp um, and Jim McElwain. So, uh, and the Michael White thing really, at the end of the day, didn't work out. Um, but uh, you know, Michael's kind of living right. He's fortunate to have deep connections through his father, and they were able to get him out of Florida before things got bad, and he went to Georgia. My point is this on Keith Carter. He will have a big hire coming up if this thing doesn't get turned around. And Lane was an excellent hire. Lane's doing all the things that you want him to do. Win. Win the golden egg. Go to the Sugar Bowl. Uh, when you win 10 games in this state, it is beyond massive. Host game day. Uh, be cute and kind of cool on Twitter. Um, and be good on offense. And and coach that and, and go for it on fourth down and be fun and exciting. In fact, Leach has kind of pulled back. He kind of went a little more conservative than I thought he would. I don't know if that's because he's had to play such a young QB early. Uh, and like, you know, we've talked about Will's done a good job. Um, y- you wonder if Leach is going to turn it up again or if he's going to get older and get conservative. That'll be, I think that's kind of intriguing to watch. Lane has said over and over, this is the way we're going to play. We're going to play an ing- aggressive style. Of- I'm quoting him in this ESPN.com article from the last week. We are going to play an aggressive style of football, and we tell our players that on both sides of the football. We're going to go for it on fourth down. We're going to have some trick plays, and we're going to have aggressive blitzes on defense. That's the way we're going to be clear up front with our players. Sometimes it's not going going to work. Most of the time we think it will. To date, it has. Lane Kiffin, Keith Carter riding high. But there'll be a lot of pressure on the line if Keith has to make a baseball hire um, in June. Uh, I don't know what... Dan McDonald's not going to Ole Miss, in my opinion. So, I mean, we can do that whole thing for the next... Where are we now? April? Maybe 60 days? Uh, I don't believe that Dan McDonald is going to Ole Miss. Uh, No, I I don't. I don't see that. So... You know, maybe Cliff Godwin, but will the fan base kind of start to pitchforks by about mid-May? We don't want anybody associated with Mike Bianco. Uh, Cliff's a good coach. He's done a good job at East Carolina. So we all look up that uh, East Carolina's baseball record this year for me. Um, We're also giving away a Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue gift card, $25, and an out-of-bounds T-shirt for best word to describe one word to describe Ole Miss baseball and or Hale State baseball after both getting swept over the weekend. Um, I love the fact that Lane's like, you know, here's what we're going to do. Um, we're going to go with the analytics. We're going to go for it on fourth down. We're going to go for it more than anybody else. We're going to have an aggressive style of play. Uh, it's pretty simple that the math works out, that if you get an extra down, you get a, right, a better opportunity to move the sticks. And uh, we're going to play an aggressive brand of football. That plays well to every fan base. And Ole Miss is enjoying it. Can they keep it going with either Dart or Altmeyer? You'd have to believe Dart, but they're playing it. They're playing us like this is a heck of a quarterback competition. And and then Lane is all in on the transfer portal. He's not backing down at all. He's just like, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. This is how I'm going to do it. And we believe that this is the new way and – I do agree with Lugan Bill on this. When you're an Ole Miss, Mississippi State, South Carolina, Arkansas, OK State type program, North Carolina, you got to do something a little different. You do. Just like I agree with John Cohen hiring Mike Leach. You've got to do something different. The air raid has been successful. You haven't beaten Ole Miss, and you're frustrated with that, and that's fine, and you were ticked off about the Memphis game but you've won at LSU, at AM, and at Auburn. You don't just do that every year. Sorry. It's State or Ole Miss. So the air raid has been a success, and you got to throw the football. And I think John Cohen also made a good hire in that uh, you've got to do something different. Lane's doing something different with the analytics and the transfer portal. Mike Leach is doing something different with the air raid. And no one else can run the air raid in college football and be successful. Isn't that amazing? Now, there is, there are some, you know, hybrid or whatever. Um, but Lincoln Raleigh, that's not the true air raid, right? So he's obviously successful, and he was under. You could say he's Mike Leach's most successful assistant coach. Is that fair? Especially at the collegiate level. I know Cliff Kingsbury went to the playoffs with the Arizona Cardinals, but I'm still not sure what's going to happen there. Um, but as far as college football, there have been a lot of people leave the nest for Mike Leach. It hadn't worked. And Dana Holgerson's been okay. And then there's been some coordinators tried to pull it off. I may be missing one Blake, but, but I would go with Lincoln Raleigh, but he is not running the true air raid, but he is running. There's, there's a ton of concepts. You know, of uh, uh, I mean, there, there's it's a heavy helping of some air raid concepts within the offense that he is running at Oklahoma slash Southern Cal. Um, but I, I like that offense uh, that that Leach is running. Now they, I don't know how the offensive line is going to look this year. You know, they got it going last year, but I I don't know if they're going to be able to flip the thing again because it's not what high school kids run. For the most part. And you just, you got to really, 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 really rep it out. Um, So we'll see. But yeah, Keith Carter, I mean, he's been living right. He's got him a fat new extension. Deservedly so. But that hire in baseball, you know, can you go get a Jay Johnson, Schlossnagel type name? If this all plays out, I don't know. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by... The fantastic grocery stores, Corner Market Grocery Store. Make it your family's grocery store when you're loading up the fridge and freezer. Corner Market Grocery Stores in Mississippi.
1: With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom?
0: Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
2: All right, good morning, welcome That's in. The way you do it. You Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. And uh, the show is brought to you by Superior Foundation for all your foundation repairs. Uh, Fuel up at Fleetway Market. Uh, obviously in Gluckstadt, they've got the Market Cafe. Uh, they're there in Madison and Dogwood. Fuel up at Fleetway Market. And the show is powered by Superior Foundation. Also brought to you by MRA, Madison Ridgeland Academy. Uh, Go ahead and schedule a private tour of the campus. You can see everything they're doing academically and athletically at MRA. 601-856-4455. Several grades are already full, so you'll want to go ahead and do that, depending on how old your child is. We're live in the Bank Plus studio, licking our wounds after the weekend, but I just had too much fun. Um hit a bunch of great places, hit two brothers, hit forty-four prime on uh Saturday night. Forty four prime on Saturday night was packed. Uh new steakhouse in Startville. Um um I smashed a ribeye. The beverages were flowing. We had a wonderful time. And um yeah, it was good. It's good. It saw saw a lot of people. Uh Two Brothers was a Friday afternoon thing about two o'clock before the game. That worked out well. And Blake's proud of me for hanging out in uh, the left field Lounge. So that's how awesome the baseball was. And um, I was in the stands, in the seats, and a buddy of mine hit me up and said, Come see us. And so it was a beautiful day. Felt great. You know, it was just a pullover weather. Sunshine was out. The, the grills were going. The beer was even better. Um, and, and they were pulling off uh, Port Tenderloin. Um, deer sausage, there was jambalaya, uh, wings, just the whole thing. So that was, that was a lot of fun. They were, they were feeding people left and right. And whoever that lady was that handed me that bowl of jambalaya, I love her. Um, she wanted to take care of me and I'm, I'm good with that. And we think we've got another 70 some odd year old listener in old at old Waverly that could be streaming the show on the out of bounds radio app. Um, Yeah. So it was was all in all is a good listen to everybody. I I hit over the weekend, two brothers, 44 prime. And then I I come back in on Sunday and grab some mud bugs. That's, that's a good weekend. And I thought the masters, even though it wasn't close, was still fun. I mean, it's only once a year and it's a great tournament. Tiger finishing was amazing. Uh, Just to be able to, to, to make the cut, finish the tournament. You could tell yesterday post tournament, he Wants to play in the PGA. And now that it's been moved to May, um, you know, he's now got five weeks. Get his body right. You know he's got the best of the best around him. I mean, physical therapists and others. Um, if he needs a pool, a indoor pool in his house, he's either already got one or put one in. Whatever water therapy, this that and the other other to continue to get that to strengthen that leg, and you know I, you know he wants to play in the U.S. Open too, so he's going to have to. This is April, May, June. Now that the PGA has been pulled from August and dropped in May, you actually go all four months straight. You go April the Masters, May PGA, June U.S. Open, July the Open, and he already started talking about St. Andrews too, and that's his favorite course. Um. You know, that's his favorite. When when the open championship is there, that's his favorite thing. So he's and he said, I'm not gonna play a bunch of tournaments, never gonna play a bunch of tournaments again. And um he'll play whatever the minimum is. I don't I don't know what that is. So anyway.
0: Is I know he likes St. Andrews the best, but I've always considered Augusta one of Tigers' best courses, period. Like yeah. he seems to play Augusta better than he plays almost any course, which is saying something. No, seeing how he played this weekend, are you ready to say that Tiger wins a Masters, uh, not a, a major championship, before he officially hangs it up?
2: I want to lean no. I was yes all the way, and he did win one in 2019 during the big break and everything yeah. that happened. But that was that was pre
0: this latest round. But of There stuff. is
2: so much talent on the tour because of him. Um, because of what he started back in '96, even before that, but you know, winning the Masters in '97, coming on the tour, and and Blake, I, I just there's so many young guys who are so darn good. I just don't now. His game plays right into St. Andrews, so if he was ever going to do it, and now that. He's going to continue to work out and do all this stuff and only play just a little bit. <sighs> can he make a run at St. Andrews in July? That's a great question, I guess the Blake.
0: question is, can his bot, like... Can he hold up? Was this... Not
2: just the first couple rounds. Can he hold up now for four rounds? Yes. Play at a high level. And because this group of young guys, 35 and under, well, I mean, they're they're in... Absolute peak shape, yeah. both peak shape and their golf game
0: is Yes. Well, in nineteen eighty, half the PGA Tour pros were working as lawyers somewhere else or okay. doing other things. Like, like you weren't only a golfer. Now Scott while
2: Jack Nicholas was great. There was no depth on the Scotty
0: Scheffler made eight million dollars and he had never won a tournament. I just want you to, like again, he was at his winnings were eight million and he had yet to win a tournament. Right. In 1985, you could win eight tournaments and not make $8 million. Right. You could, Now, you, now yeah. what
2: they said last night was great, too, and we're watching it. This is the pre-play, Blake. Chambly and that other dude, and I can't remember his name, said uh, somebody like Scott Scheffler's biggest problem now that he's made $18 million and $10, 10 million basically over just the last eight weeks is life. And he's right. You know what's going to happen to Scott Scheffler? He's already married. He's going to have kids. And he'll have to navigate that along with the brutal tour travel of traveling 30 weeks out of the year. And if you don't think that's a big darn deal to go and get there early and get to the pro-ams and and, and all the wear and tear, and, and you got a little one, and then you may have another little one, that's what will happen. And and I thought they nailed it last night on the golf channel in that life will happen to Scotty Scheffler. Right now he's just newly married. There are no kids. You would think that they'll have kids if they want to in the next few years. And that will be more it, it just changes. It's you got to navigate that. And that that's where this this will go. So um, and you know who still hasn't. Rory doesn't have the green jacket, and uh, Justin Thomas is Justin. What is it about Justin? Is he like just the most popular guy? On like he, everybody likes him. Maybe he hasn't won enough, although he's won. He's
0: associated with Tiger,
2: and he's associated. But like he was there to meet Scheffler before Scheffler went in to sign his scorecard. It's like Justin Thomas is kind of the social chairman. Most pop, Everybody likes him. I guess he's got a great, warm personality. And he probably, usually people like that want to be liked, which that's fine. Um, but Justin Thomas is like, I don't want to say he's the lovable loser, but because he's a great player. But, well, how many, does he have one major? He's won one of the, okay. So he's, he's got a PGA or a US Open or a an Open. He just doesn't have the Masters at Augusta National. So is he the best player in the world to not have won a major, he and Rory? And Brandon Chambly doesn't think that Rory's golf game lines up to win at Augusta National, even after po- posting a 64 on Sunday. He's just, he's he's not buying it. Boy, that was a hard right that we just took. It's a quick segment. I need more time. We'll come back with the SEC Insider Hit coming up next. I'm also having fun with this Lane Train Jimbo feud that we're going to get more of. By the way, they play October 29th in College Station. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by Corner Market Grocery Stores. Make it your official grocery store for your household. Corner Market Grocery Stores, out of Hattiesburg. Because I'm not a cat guy. So, um, I think that's always been kind of weird. And I'm also allergic to him. So, never been a cat guy. Not going to be at this point. But, uh, you know, if you want to do something nice for your cat today, that's great. But it's National Pet Day, so you may want to give your dog a treat. And
0: What's What's the weirdest pet? Weirdest pet? Uh... All right, so it would not be dog. Dog and cat aren't. Weird. You cannot like one or the other, but they're right. not weird, right? Fair enough. Snake is a little interesting choice. Not my choice, but I, again, I think that's pretty common.
2: Snake is weird. Yeah, that's. Oh, uh, no,
0: spider. Yeah. Why would you want to pet? No, I don't, I don't.
2: I don't like spiders. People do keep all. those though. I, I don't. Um. Wendy was asleep last week, and I had a battle with three wasps out in the living room. Ended up waking her up. Did you win? I won eventually, but one of them had nine lives. We went at it. He was bouncing around in the window and everything else. Uh, I eventually got him, but uh, yeah, that was that. What happened was the dog heard me start to do the deal, and then he can't. You know, he realizes I'm doing something weird, and so he starts freaking out.
0: Uh, weird pets. Yeah, that that's a weird one. Snakes, s- s- spiders is Sp- weird. I don't. I, I, spider makes no sense. You know what I never understood, but I knew a kid that had one growing up. The what? Uh, the ferret. It's like a rat. Why would you want that?
2: There's something about kids wanting to get hamsters and all that stuff.
0: Oh, and the smell is gross. My brother's wife is a teacher at Jackson Academy, and she has a classroom pet. And they have to keep it. It's a hamster or a guinea pig, one or the other. Oh, wow. And they have to keep it at their house.
2: Oh, that sounds ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Um, Did I go? I can't remember if one of my kids got a hamster at one point. I want to say we did. I don't think it made it long. I had a tree frog. We had a fish, and I don't know how he survived because nobody would ever remember to feed him. I think they called him Nemo, but anyway, we had, I mean, he lasted like, I think a year, maybe a little bit more and usually fish. I mean, let's just be honest. Usually you bring fish home and you get them about a week or two. I mean, Um, if they're
0: like fair fish. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This one may
2: have been a little better than a fair fish. I don't remember where they got him. Uh, I never fed him, but. Yeah, but somebody, I think Wendy would remember every now and then.
0: I had a I had a tree frog. It was amazing, you know the ones that climb up the trees. I could so I had see, to see you being a tree it was, frog It was guy. My, I don't know it was
2: part of my. what that says. It's
0: part of Boy Scouts. I only I knew it was going to tie into
2: Eagle Scouts. I only Scouts. had
0: it for like uh, two months. It was we we had this what merit happened? badge. Well, we you passed try it. To eat no, it? we passed it. <laughs> try to eat it? What? <laughs> we passed it around between the people doing this merit. badge. the merit badge was something to do with like reptiles or whatever and when you had to have like a frog or something like that for two months and like keep it alive I and got so it. all of our group that was doing it like I kept it for two months then gave it to another guy and he kept it for two and so on and so forth but the uh, tree it was fun because it it lived in like an aquarium like you would normally do with the sure. light, you know with no water but then it would come I could pull him out and like play with him and he would like climb up your shoulder and like sit on your shoulder He had like sticky, sticky little feet. That was fun. Yeah. It was fun to play with.
2: We were down in, I don't remember what the place is called, Blake. (laughs) South of Playa del Carmen. And uh, a couple of years ago, and my daughter, this little, these people bring these monkeys out on the beach. Yes. Yes. And so they put it on my shoulder, freaked me
0: out. Yeah.
2: You and, know, you can uh, train
0: them to do incredible things. Uh, I, I just,
2: the whole thing made me want to take a shower. And I didn't like it.
0: Yeah, uh, I watched a video and where...
2: I, I, it's not my thing.
0: I watched a video where in like... What, a, what if they bite you and they have Oh, rabies? they could. It could absolutely bite yeah. you. Then I got to go... I mean, I can't go... You know,
2: it's kind of... When you're in a third world country, going to the hospital uh, is kind of
0: dicey. No, you don't want to do that. You know,
2: I told you about going to Mexico for 30 days for Spanish three and four. and Two of our classmates had to go to... Yeah. The hospital never to be seen again. Yeah, yeah, that that's not a good that's not a now, good
0: deal. I saw a video where these people had trained a monkey to steal purses. True story. The monkey would go out and people would be like, Oh look, cute monkey, and then it would grab people's purses and now, run away. That's brilliant. That's genius, right? That
2: that that is genius.
0: Also grew up and this is like Mississippi, somebody said uh Dog Tired said his great aunt had a pet raccoon. I grew up in this Why there was, would
2: you want I mean that yeah,
0: it's that, a rat. It's a rat. I knew a girl who first had pet all, squirrels.
2: If you catch a raccoon at the wrong time they'll kill you they'll get after you yeah. like if you're around your garbage cans and it's early in the m- or late
0: at night if it's dark mm-hmm. and they you know mm-hmm. especially out where you live oh see i don't have that problem right and like growing yeah, up i didn't in they're everywhere yeah
2: and so you got to be you got to be careful there that's got to be one those, of
0: the worst pets a pet raccoon yeah i'm not no yeah no Pet squirrel. I had. I knew a girl that had pet squirrels growing up. I was like, "Are you? What is? What are we doing here?" That sounds weird too. You know who Bob, well, I think of
2: squirrels. I think of fleas. Bob Ross had pet squirrels. I could see Bob Ross having pet squirrels. Yeah, that's a that could. I mean, Bob Ross is a legend, but yeah, that's yeah, that's that's not something that I'm going to do. I'm. You know, we've got a little dog, and he's hyperallergenic because I'm. Uh, I like dogs that that shed a lot. I'll go just, crazy. my allergies go yeah. crazy. So I can't be in cat, you know, in a cat house or a cat room. Um, But he's only eight pounds. So he's right. eight pounds and hypoallergenic. So it, that's like the best of both. And he yeah. doesn't do anything.
0: There you go. That's all you need. Yeah. That's all you need right so there.
2: So the, he doesn't get in the way. He doesn't shed. <laughs> and so it's all, all good. Right, I
0: found a weirder pet than the raccoon. What? Hog jowl. He says he has a friend who has a lobster as a pet.
2: That's. I think some people try to be weird or interesting on purpose.
0: Yeah. And and then they go overboard. And I. What would don't. you do if you walked if you met someone and y'all are like hanging out right and he's like oh yeah come over we're gonna have steaks tonight and he's like you're like all right sure I'm gonna go over and have, I'm gonna have a long branch old fashioned right I'm gonna have a little like you know um, welcome home beef ribeye. Ooh. Cooked perfectly. On, I bought on my uh, six gourmet guru.
2: welcome home beef fillets over the weekend.
0: All right, so you'll you'll send me one tomorrow. Cool. Um, and, and I cooked two last night. What would you do if you're like you like get there and you're like oh yeah what's up man what's up and you walk in and in his living room he's got this big aquarium <laughs> and he's got like a few fish swimming around and it's like no I have this aquarium for Steve and Steve's this giant lobster that just like <laughs> crawls out. I don't know what I would do if I walked in and someone had a lobster. That's
2: <laughs> odd. But like you said, that's that's somebody trying to be, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what you're going for, what's missing in in your life. I mean, we're all weird and screwed up, but some more than others.
0: I think that is accurate. Yeah. We're all a little screwed up. It's just to what level on the scale Absolutely.
2: are you? Uh, no doubt about and that. And everybody's got their their, you know, deal. But anyway, all right. Out of bounds, ESPN 105 down the zone. Can you imagine having like a crocodile
0: or an alligator? Yes, that would be amazing. If I'm rich, the one thing I want to get, and they talk about this is like what all the wealthy people out I want a shark tank. You know, there's nothing that, more Didn't gangsta. that kind
2: of become the thing? Because we were talking about Eddie Murphy earlier in this yes. great movie, Beverly Hills Cop. Wasn't there a shootout in either one or two or something? where he's running through a room and there's a big aquarium. You know how when we get those kind of really good movies and they shoot up the aquarium and all the water goes everywhere and they're dueling, you know, and they've got a, um, a shoot-off or whatever? Uh, and I know that's in a bunch of but was that an 80s thing? Like, if, yes. you, if you had any money... Well, the villains,
0: all the villains had you, shark tanks.
2: Okay. That's what if, it if was. If you had any money in the 80s and it was kind of like a Beverly Hills Cop movie... At some point in the movie, somebody had a pretty big aquarium in their house. You're right. Usually it was the drug
0: dealer that the yes. policeman was hunting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Scarface, doesn't he have some type of big aquarium in Scarface? So. I don't know if it's sharks or not. But the, you'll see shark. Uh, there's one One of the double-O set, one of the James Bond films, the bad guy that makes sense. has a big shark tank. Yeah. Um. I. Is it James Bond where the guy gets? Yes. So in James Bond, I think it is where the guy has the shark tank And he feeds his enemies to the shark tank. And at the end, he gets fed to his own Ah. sharks. That's like the whole comes full circle type thing. Like, yeah. That's pretty cool. Is there anything more gangster than feeding your enemies to a fish? No. That's pretty gangster. No. Like, that's Ed Orgeron level gangster right there.
2: Is Ed... All right, let's handicap this. Ed's got a lot of time on his hands. You know, he was coaching
0: somewhere. Where was he just at? Was it Miami? Miami. That he was just there. Did he come into a clinic? Yeah, he was doing something with some. I saw that. I think okay. it was Miami. He was with Cristobal. Um, oh, that's right. They're tied because well, Ogeron was too. a coach while Cristobal was a player. Yeah. That's a great point. Okay. I think he was down there doing work Got with it. them. If, uh, with
2: Ogeron having all this free time and, and a pretty good chunk of money, how would you handicap the odds of him getting in a fight somewhere this offseason? Oh, it's already
0: happened. It had to have. There's no doubt.
2: I mean, we already heard about the story from our friend. Jordy Colada Of Ogeron almost getting in a fight down in like some fishing camps area like Cocodry or whatever in, in Louisiana.
0: That's a real life situation too. Like,
2: so, and then we saw mm. the spring break thing. Was that, I think it was a couple of Oklahoma guys. Yes. Sooners?
0: They were messing with Ogeron they were messing in a bar. with him and videoing yeah.
2: him and he picked up on it. And so that got a little intense. If if let's just say now through people stop kind of vacationing around Labor Day to get back into the school and football,
0: whatever. How would you handicap it? Uh, I would say the odds are not in your favor for him to go clean. I agree. Uh, let me ask you this question: Is Ed Orgeron the most likely football coach to kill a man with his bare hands? Because I would say yes. Oh man, that'd be a bad
2: deal. He is ripped. He's got a lot of time and he's lifting even more and you and can I, tell
0: that. I'm almost one thousand percent sure he's on testosterone. He's barreled up over and the last five up. years. Like the his body well, he, well, has he, changed. He
2: went single. He won a national championship. He's dating women twenty years younger than him, maybe thirty. And you throw in a lot of time and a big chunk of whatever, what what a seventeen million or whatever buyout. Uh, Kevin says that his son is an analyst on the Miami staff. Okay, well that that makes ties sense.
0: together. Yeah, Mario
2: Cristobal and Ed Ogeron know each other. Um, I think Cristobal may have been there when the Rock was there, and Ogeron was the D line coach down uh, under Dennis. Co- combination, I think of Jimmy Johnson and O may have made the the transition with Erickson before getting in trouble. Um. That I can't wait to see what his next
0: move is. He believes he's a head coach. He's coaching. He was literally at Miami doing drill like you just said he got he got paid a buku amount of dollars on top of all the money he had made prior to getting fired. Sure. He won a national title and Orgeron literally cannot stop coaching. It's like Gene Chiswick. If you're Gene Chiswick and you stole a national title and and you got paid to talk about how you stole a national title on national Did. TV for, for the rest of your life. Why do you leave that job? I don't know. Because here's why. It's the same reason addicts always go back. Well they you don't. can't you can't get off the fix. Once an addict, always an addict. That's what they say. That's why you can't just that's why somebody who who stops drinking alcohol for 10 years can't have one glass of wine. Because if you get one, you have to have the next one. I think Chiswick's the same way. Orgeron's the same way. Saban, is, that's why, who was it, Ron Fowler said people think Saban's just going to die in the building because he can't do it. He doesn't know how to do anything else. So Ed Ogeron's future. He's coaching again. But he
2: believes he's a head coach. So can he convince another athletic director that he's worthy of being the head coach? Not the D-line coach, Will Muschamp did. Which is remarkable.
0: Joe Moorhead did. A little bit different, a little bit different. Willie Taggart had like six in one week. Six what jobs? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's like there's lots of coaches who are as poor, if not poorer, than Ed Orgeron who get second chances. Why can't Ed Orgeron? That's true. Of course, you could argue he's already gotten. Oh, he's got second like chance. 10, he's got he... like ten chances. Yeah, but the difference is he finally he won the title, he which always title. is going to give you a second second chance, right?
2: That's right and Will Muschamp didn't even do that. I know. He didn't even get close really. But again,
0: he sat in the room with Saban. So and we mentioned that we were talking about that in pre-show or yesterday or something how the Saban cycle, the Saban wash has even evolved from what it was 10 years ago, right? I mean, look we, look at Lane Kiffin and Kirby Smart. And Billy Napier even. I'll throw that one in there oh, too. Oh, no
2: question. I mean, I mean Saban's tree is turning. As much as Derek Dooley didn't work out, Jeremy Pruitt didn't work out, Muschamp didn't work out. McAlwain even, yeah. Now Kiffin had already had a lot of coaching under his belt and been under Pete Carroll and so on. But it did work out for him to go to the the Saban through the Saban process. Kirby Smart is showing that he can win, and I think most people believe that they'll have staying power. He's gonna have a great opportunity to win another one, maybe more than that. And I think Jimbo has lost his fastball in the field, but they're going to recruit at a ridiculous level. Um, and you're right on Billy Napier. I think Billy Napier is going to be really good at Florida, really good. And Napier may be the I don't know what's, well the best of the bunch. Eh. Georgia's such a juggernaut. In recruiting. That's
0: his, I think yeah. Billy
2: can move it up, and he will, and he's hiring a bunch of recruiters and recruiting analysts to commit to it much more than Mullen did, and Billy will will recruit 12 months out of the year like Kirby. So even if he doesn't get top three, I think he'll move it up, you know, four or five spots, and they'll start to land two to three to four more highly ranked players each year.
0: I think that's accurate. Okay. Yeah.
2: Billy's going to do what it takes, what's necessary out on the road and on the street to get some things ginning.
0: And if he gets – Florida's
2: kind of considered themselves above that forever. Which is stupid. And they're just going to – they're ready to win again. And with the way that Saban and his former assistants have set the market, who are now head coaches, Saban, Rick, and Jimbo especially, uh, the market's at an all-time high for four- and five-star players. Yep. You can either get in and get after it, or
0: well, and you're going to fall behind. We're seeing Tennessee make that concerted effort in the football world, and this is all, I guess, part of the new NIL world that we live in in college athletics, and this will be things that continue to develop. But if listeners remember, about two weeks ago, we dropped that story from Stuart Mandel on The Athletic about supposedly an unidentified NIL group from an unident- or an anonymous they didn't, they didn't put it in the article. NIL group had paid a high school player, reportedly, $8 million in like a future structures deal to give up their NIL rights to this group and essentially play college football at one school, even though that's not in the contract, right? Well, now more and more, it's looking like all signs are pointing to this is potentially a five-star quarterback out of California who's tied to Tennessee, and it could be a Tennessee NIL group that's doing all this. If Tennessee has made that type of commitment, to football, the SEC East is going to change because that's where they haven't been the last 20 years. True. And if Tennessee takes a step forward and Florida takes a step forward?
2: Well, I think where we're going is that LSU and Florida both made really good hires. And I think that's where you have to look at what's going on going forward. Brian, regardless of what you think about him, Brian Kelly is an excellent coach. LSU just hired a really good head coach. And I know Dan Mullen's a good head coach, but Florida didn't take a step back. And Billy Napier, this day and age in the modern era, maybe even better than Dan because of his commitment to recruiting and he's already got the offensive prowess. Um, watch out because LSU and Florida got better. And that's yeah. That's something to keep an eye on. Brian Kelly and Billy Napier to LSU in Florida and the fact that they play every year is a lot of fun. And Florida goes to LSU this year. And that could be, uh, no LSU at Florida. I'm sorry, not bad LSU at Florida. That's a chance for Napier to steal a, a big win. Oh, wow. Napier pulls a and M too.
0: Okay. That's tough for Napier. That
2: is tough, man, to have to go to A&M along with playing LSU like you do every year.
0: um, That's a little bit – and they're playing Utah? Yeah, we talked about that, how that could be a sneaky great game to start the season. That game looks like it's in – I thought you told me it was at Utah. It looks like here. On the SEC
2: Master Helmet schedule, they've got it in Gainesville.
0: Yeah, I don't know where – I, I don't think we talked about where okay. it was. Yeah, all right. Let me ask you this question real quick before we, we wrap the show up for today. You were talking about earlier in the first segment of this hour um, the two quarterbacks, Will Rogers and Zach, uh, Jackson Dart. Any chance, barring injury, we see another quarterback take the field in meaningful playing time for either of those teams this year? Are you confident both those guys are the guy and there will be no change barring signi- like a significant injury?
2: MSU all Miss? Yeah. Oh. Barring a, a an injury, I'm expecting Will Rogers and Jackson Dart
0: yeah. to take. Because there there was the murmur of would there be QB controversy or QB, you know, challenge combat in Starkville, you know I think the fan base at times has been disillusioned with Will Rogers, which is I think maybe misplaced, but you think, yeah. I just wonder, you know, Jackson Dart is—he didn't get thrown to the wolves yeah. or anything. Jackson Dart yeah. is getting paid to be in Oxford, so I can't imagine a situation where he doesn't start. And Kiffin's just being respectful, which it was, is you should be to Altmyer. It's roster management. Yeah, he's trying to keep Altmyer because the other side of the coin is if Luke doesn't stay for for fall football, he's not. You don't have a quarterback behind I mean, Jackson Dart. A, barring a miracle, Luke Altmyer's transferring this summer. Which is the right move for Luke? Sure, but for Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss, you
2: can't have it both ways. You you picked off thirteen transfer portal guys, one of them being a quarterback, yeah. and but yet you know if you don't want Luke Altmaier to leave, well, tough. I mean, I, I I don't see him staying, and he's got a free transfer, and he's a talented guy, and he could start it a lot, a lot, of, a lot of, yeah. And he's been coached by Lane, which I think is such such a um, asset for him. He's kind of. Been able to see how Corral did it, and Lane's coached him for a year plus or whatever it's been. So that that's uh, that's like good coaching that he's had sprinkled on him.
0: Yeah. It's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, the more quarterback guru you're around, the better, yeah. whatever that means, right? Yeah. Right. Um, so he
2: missed the SEC window for this year.
0: Now, is there another
2: window, though, before the season starts? I don't think so, Blake. I think it's done. So he, I was just thinking, God, can you imagine dropping Altmaier at Arkansas? Because they're browsing. and, and KJ's done it. I was about to say, you're not sold on KJ Jefferson? I'm not. Uh, but Browse has made him more than serviceable. Uh, Once now, in big games. Altmaier with a who else was I thinking part of that tree? Oh, Oklahoma. But they, they landed the guy who's been
0: hurt from where? Central Florida? Uh, Dylan Gabriel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who Ole Miss thought they were landing prior to the whole Jackson-Dart thing playing out the way it did, and Levy right. leaving for Oklahoma. That's right. Jeff Levy.
2: I couldn't pull the name for it. We haven't mentioned Levy in a while. Um, all right. That was a fun SEC football discussion. Well, and, and pets. Different pets. All right. Out of bounds. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, brought to you by Chris Corley. Angel Oak Home Loans. Chris Corley. Chris Corley. Angel Oak Home Loans. show is also presented by Dallas Body Shop in Ridgeland. For all your collision repair, Dallas Body Shop. Dallas, Dallas Body Shop. And the show is brought to you by Jeffrey Simmons and Tyree Phillips. They'll be at uh, Two Brothers in Starville, from 2 to 3 this Friday. Meet and greet, signing autographs. How about that? Thanks for listening to the show. If you missed anything... Please hit Apple Podcasts or Spotify and search out of bounds with Bow Bounds. Blake, let's pick the winner for the Burgers Blues, Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue Gift Certificate and Out of Bounds t-shirt.